0: Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business.
1: Hi, I'm Lisa.
0: And I'm Emily. And we are the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, Lisa?
1: What up, Emily? How are you doing today?
0: So good. So good.
1: You're looking very zen over there on the other side of the camera. I'm
0: so zen. I'm <laughs> uh, I'm neutral. You are. That? <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so we like to kick around just concepts, you know, and a lot of them end up being our topics of conversation but something that comes up in like a ton of our conversations I've I know I've brought this up in a bunch of podcasts um is this idea of neutrality okay that's what we're focusing on today is the idea of neutrality so you've got positive negative neutral in the middle and neutrality not necessarily is this like formal concept um but um just as an idea as a strategy for handling life basically. Um it works really well uh when you're talking about manifesting things and also just in general being a happy person who has peace of mind. Um and so when we talk about neutrality or when I talk about it I'm I'm talking about it with the application of like being neutral about the outcomes of situations. So there's there's a saying from my favorite YouTuber, Steve. And <laughs> he says, all good things come to those who don't care whether or not they get them. Right? So um, you're clearly not so we're talking about it in terms of manifesting now you are clearly not on the right path if you're just extremely negative about something oh there's no way this is going to happen oh i'm not going to get this Oh, i'm I'm not good at this i'm terrible you know um windex in the chili one one drop of windex makes the whole pot of chili ruined so if you're, you know, trying to change something or manifest something or bring something about in your life, and you're talking a bunch of shit about it, probably,
1: or even just a little bit, even just a little, yeah,
0: bit. or even just a little, that's yeah. true. Even just a little bit, your body, even just the thoughts, you know, the the, the doubts, the little doubts that that sneak in. That's true. Um, but also, in terms of like positivity, or you know, getting into the realm of toxic positivity, um, we cannot have darkness, or we cannot have light without darkness. Mm-hmm. Light cannot exist without darkness. So it's also not necessarily helpful to just be so overly positive about things that we fail to uh, acknowledge, you know, the not so light side of things. But if we can find that point of neutrality, and that doesn't mean that we don't have passion for the situation, for the thing, for the person that we are seeking, we should absolutely have that fire, have that passion, have that drive, um, you know, and still take actions to get there. The, The universe still helps those who help themselves. So we still want to take the steps and put ourselves in the energy of that thing, which we are trying to manifest. But the key is, and this is that like, Lisa and I call it fuck it energy.
1: (laughs) I haven't said that Um, in a while.
0: Yeah. Like you have to be good. You have to find the place where you are good, whether or not the thing happens or exists or whatever the person chooses or ch- to do or not to do. You can have passion for that person thing or situation but you're going to be fine. You're going to be whole. You're going to be complete no matter whether and happy no matter whether the thing happens or not even if you really really want it. Right? Because that kind of goes it's just the only way to, to, to approach things when, you know, so much of it is out of your control.
1: So just to clarify a little bit, and maybe just to recap a little, and in terms from my feng shui viewpoint of neutrality, so neutrality, and you discussed the yin and the yang, and the positive and the negative, um, neutrality is the center energy, it's the balance, it's the harmony, it's the Tao or like the homeostasis,
0: homeostasis. Yeah, that's exactly the word of Of energy.
1: energy. And it's also like, if I could call neutrality, like an animal, it would be like a cat. (laughs) Because like, like, it's that, you know, the cat energy is just like, I know, you know, I exist here for people and other animals to serve me, and I'm going to be fed and taken care of. And it's just like you know, really might
0: be a little more like egomania—not
1: <laughs> egomania, but just like already knowing that you're whole in mm. in where you are, no matter what state. It's like a state of being. Um, so knowing that um, you know, without acquiring anything else, or without achieving anything else, or without being anywhere else, you're whole. Mm-hmm. And it's that, like, so you're not, you're not wanting, you're not lacking, you're not pushing, you're not pulling. It's you're just being. And Being, I think,
0: is, like, a really good example of this, like, how yeah. to actually apply that concept. Like, you know, um, in order for a healthy relationship dynamic to exist, like, it's obviously good to have passion for the person you want to be with. Um, But also given that that person's decisions are not and will not be within your control, you also have to approach that energetically as if you're you're fine with or without this person. Mm -hmm. Because then you create codependency and you just, you know, whether it's a person or something else, you just create a bunch of stress and anxiety for yourself over things that you have no control over. Yeah, outcomes that that you have no control over. You have to be grounded enough to, in reality, to understand that there could be multiple possible outcomes, and you know that it might not be the one that you'd ideally like to see or experience. But knowing that even if you really want that, you're going to be okay whether or not it happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could just—it could be from little things to large things, or experiences that um, we could benefit from being in a state of neutrality. Um, as we talk about maintaining our energy and making sure that we're healthy mindset as we're running our businesses and our home lives, so it could be. Um, you know, that we're having goals towards financial goals and we have attachment to specific numbers or the way things are going to come to us or in relationship goals that like you said, um, it's out of your control, but someone's actions are
0: apply for something. If you apply Mm -hmm. for a grant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You audition for something.
1: I like that when we were prepping for today's um, podcast on this topic, and we were looking at what the overall energy is around that, like, how do we explain neutrality in this way? I like that the yi jing resulted in the energy of overview. Mm -hmm. And it talks more about perspectives. And one thing that we were talking about, and you were saying, like, we get into those negative loops of worry, like, when is my spaghetti coming? When is my money coming? When is When is this person going to do this thing for me? We're in our heads and we're trying to control something or do something because we think that's how we solve problems because we think it's a problem when in fact, it's not really a problem. It's just everybody's and everything is just being. So it's that getting out of that overview, the ability to get, you're able to see above everything so much that you're able to get out of your the trap of your mind and getting back into your core and your groundedness, or like people say, get back into your heart versus your head Um, all the time. I think that being in that state of neutrality and a lot of people are able to achieve that through meditation. is just one example or just mindset switching. Um, But it's being able to change your perspective from thinking that you um, have the control over every outcome. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Becoming an observer. I think we talked about that in a recent episode too. Just as far as like um, managing emotions, but I think that comes in handy here too. Really being able to, you know, say if a if a situation starts kind of in your view spiraling and and it, you know it's it's not going um, the way that you anticipated. Can you? step outside of it enough to become an observer both of the situation and of your emotions, which you're still allowed to have, <laughs> you know, if something's not happening in the way you imagined. But as an observer, you can better separate, like, fact from emotion and, you know, make make decisions that way rather than make stressed out and emotional decisions based on being in the whirlwind instead of observing the whirlwind.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that has come up recently. I think it's a big theme, especially for people that are running businesses um, who have that awareness of themselves and are desiring to be feeling more aligned, right? Like, getting our minds in shape, our bodies in shape, and really like making that be what infuses our businesses and our lives. Um, it's a, it's a really important theme to be able to have that awareness that contemplation doesn't just mean worry or control. It means, and I'll interject like a word that we say, and you talk a lot about too, is, um, you know, when we talk about detachment, right? So what Tell us, Emily, what does what does detachment mean by definition? Because I think some people can see detachment being like an unplugging, or like you know, it's not that type of detachment, right? We're not completely
0: right, like disassociation, kind of right. Mean, We're like, not disassociating, like, like disregarding the situation, and and right, right, like shoving your problems under the rug, like that's right. not. Detaching, well, like running away from your problem, escaping, right? right. Which, you know, we all have, the, well, you and I have the tendency to, to go there for sure. But yeah, so it's not quite that. Again, it's more like, at least how I see it, detaching from um, outcomes. Mm-hmm. Detaching from the need to have, from the perceived need, because it's always a perceived need to have a certain outcome.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rachel Weaver that we've had on the podcast recently, we were talking about that concept of you know healthy detachment ways that we can, you know, outside of meditation, which of course is a good practice, but outside of that, ways that we can shift our perspective and viewpoint on things if we are getting into a space where we're worrying, say in business, you know, why, for example, why are all these invoices stuck um, you know, out in the ethers and not landing? Why, you know. Why am I not able to solve this problem? The best, sometimes the best thing to do is to switch gears and give yourself an opportunity to do nothing, go to the beach for a couple hours instead of sitting and worrying and trying to control the outcome.
0: Sure. Um, Like if you're finding yourself so in your head that, or, and, you know, I would even edit that statement, get out of your head and into your heart because you know that that can be a um, like if you're talking about it's something that you're you find yourself getting really emotional over, you can kind of have like this situation where both your head and your heart are um, not necessarily the place to be in the moment, and almost like get out of your head and your heart and get into the ether for a second, like you know, yeah. just take a break. But uh, again, you have to be careful with not just totally being escapist. Right. Mm -hmm. If, if you're to the point where you're just thinking or feel and or feeling so much that you can't apply your energy to anything, then yeah, it's, it's time to uh, it's time to unplug. Um, But, you know, just depending on where you are and what's been going on, it might just be time to observe the situation, like take a step back and just reevaluate the situation from an observer's point of view and you know, shift shift based on that. And I think, you know, gratitude practices are really helpful in times like that. <clears throat> Just simple, you know, not again, not going into like the toxic positivity realm, but literally, like when you're sitting there and you can look around and and find ten things to be grateful for and write them down, and your whole your whole demeanor changes, that kind of thing. And maybe you can, you know, focus, focus a little better that way. And also, like, I like to just look back at examples in my own life where something didn't go the way I wanted it to at the time. But then it's like, well, if that wouldn't happen that way, then I wouldn't be here.
1: Right, right. Exactly.
0: You know, the I more think you like, see examples of like, okay, and remember, like how shitty you felt when that thing was going down, and then you should be like, oh my god, I'm so freaking glad, like, yeah, did that happened because you know how else would?
1: It's a solution that you wouldn't happen. have even have thought of before. Yeah. I think it's, you know, like getting out of your head and into your heart is less about like. The you know emotional or getting into like in terms of like um what's what's the word I want to say like it's more instead of getting into your heart but heart in a sense of like your centeredness of self like you're you're safe you're a a person things are being taken care of your healthiness so it's more of that like homeostasis like we were saying when something is um, you know if something within our ourselves, our body, and and you you know from physiologically that if something is off in our bodies, like if we're too hot, for example, and we're then our body is seeking to return to a more neutral place for us, then we might, then we're sweating, then we're like regulating that temperature. So when we're talking about getting out of our head and our worry and our control, it's more about like getting to that place of like, without all of this stuff that's annoying us going on what else is what else is happening like we're alive we're safe there's a place you know there's um protection where we are we're not under immediate threat (laughs) there's we're not being chased by a tiger right now um it's more of regaining that personal power that we were talking about earlier so that when you're able to detach from that, like thing that you think that you need to correct, you're re- you're giving yourself that. I don't think permission is the right word, but you're regaining your your personal power over any over anything.
0: You're grounding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. We are proud affiliates of Atapa medical-grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M Y A. T-A-P-A.com or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab 15 that C-O-L-L-A-B 15 for a discount on your device.
1: Yeah. So I like that idea. I mean, I think it always helps to do gratitude journaling um, and, and, Remembering all the things that are positive in a situation when you're getting into that spiraling, (laughs) anxiety, Um, panicking over a situation that's out of your control. It's I heard one one person say before, it's like when you feel like you need something really bad and you can't find it. It's when you stop looking for it that you're like, oh, it was like I, it was in my hand actually, or it was right in front of me the entire time. But in that state of panic and worrying, like you're late for work, whatever it may be, you just don't even see the the positivity and have that power to be like, oh, there it is, right there, right in front of my face.
0: Yeah, and you're also probably like fumbling around. You know what I mean? Like you can't really. I remember, uh, one of my teachers, um, when I was first starting as a nurse and I was learning, uh, ACLS, um, like the advanced life support for running, uh, codes, cardiac arrests and stuff like that. And, um, she says, you know, if you don't just like Slow it down, you're going to like move slow t- in order to move fast. Because if you just try to rush it, then you're going to be all thumbs.
1: And or you I might tap off.
0: Just apply that to life, too. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're just like frantic about something, then you're just going to be all thumbs and it's not going to get done as well anyway. Yeah. You know, if you just slow it down a, a little bit with intention then the whole process is going to smooth out for you and you're not going to be like, it, it, it's going to be, the end result is going to be what it is anyway. We try our best, right? We run we run this code, we try our best, but the end result is going to be what it is anyway. So why why shave that time off of our life by being so frantic and worried and stressed about it you know, just because you let go of that worry doesn't mean you don't care. Yeah,
1: yeah. Doesn't
0: I mean, mean you don't care about it. I'm actual action is that way. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if we're if 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 I'm running late for something with somebody who happens to be. <laughs> more of a tightly wound person about that and let's just say let's just say it's a neutral reason it's not my fault it's not the person's fault like it just Mm -hmm. is what it is and and we're running late like I've you know observed others to where like (laughs) kind of get upset with me almost for not not freaking out about it it's like I'm still you know it's not because I don't care it's not like I'm not trying to be ready on time I'm still gonna you know try to be ready on time but I'm not gonna like put that energy into the rest of my night, you know, because what, it's not going to get us there any faster. Right. Like the end result is what it is, whether I'm freaking out right now or not.
1: So why freak out? (laughs) One might even argue if you did freak out and you did display like an unraveling because things weren't happening on your timeline, that does affect- not only you, but everyone else around you and potentially like the safety, you know, of others, but people will take that on themselves, that anxiety and make that part of their experience also. So it is really about that, um, finding that balance, um, you know, not negative, not positive, that proper, that centeredness that it is, it, When we see people that are operating on on a day-to-day basis basis in this centeredness, um, like words that come to mind is, you know, like that person has a lot of grace, no matter what, Mm -hmm. you know, just very like non-reactive, just very strong in themselves. That's a very empowered, in Feng Shui, we speak a lot about the power position, and that's what we always strive for the position to be able to see opportunities and threats clearly. So we don't have that spiraled um, negativity or, you know, um, pull to one side or the other. I do think that one thing I like about living in feng shui or practicing feng shui is that it encourages you to. Put yourselves in power position, not just in your environment where you're seated or how you're looking at a space, but it, you know, that becomes a part of your inner self too, the way that it's showing up in your environment. I think it's, um, it's, it goes to a good, uh, you know, a good degree when we're talking about power position. And we're talking about that overview energy. It's that way of being able to assess your path. And then you can make more clear decisions that are better for you, less frantic. And that are probably anything that you could possibly worry about is probably being resolved on some level somewhere else by someone else. Yeah.
0: Yeah, You got to just let it be to a certain extent. Do the things you need to do to help yourself. I'd be zero surprised also if, you know, applying this as much as possible was had really positive health benefits as well. And even added years to your life if you practiced it over time. Because when you're in that state of neutrality, you're not in fight or flight. And so much of our health problems as modern humans are really rooted in that, um, state of being in fight or flight all the time. Yeah. Stressed, stressed mm-hmm. over the little things, stressed over the big things, stressed over the medium things. Like it's that like cortisol, thing, levels, right? Stressors, stressors are going to exist. This is part of the human experience, yeah. but how you manage them, how you manage that nervous system, how you are able to find that neutrality. Is really gonna have an impact on your body chemistry over time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about like, you know, not just the obvious like blood pressure, um, but the cortisol levels and over time underneath that amount of fear based living almost like you're under, you know, like I think a lot of trauma victims that like wears on and it becomes imprinted. It's hard it's hard to undo that amount of of stress over time. And it becomes, it really is, as we return talking about the importance of neutrality, we really do live in a culture that is, what are you doing? How are you fixing it? Um, Really that action problem solver, rather than being the observer or the listener or the, um, you know, just viewing it all. From that centeredness,
0: we're not saying don't solve problems. Here comes the masculine-feminine interplay. Also, you have to take action sometimes. You have to be the problem solver sometimes. You have to be the one who helps themselves. But at intervals, you also have to take a step back, receive/slash observe, evaluate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you got to like so. There's a nursing process, right? That we apply to everything. The acronym is ADPI. All right. Let me not let me not mess this up um, <laughs> on our podcast for all future nurses. But so assess, diagnose, plan, implement, evaluate, wash, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you're always always assessing
1: yeah
0: you know or always implementing right like you never have time to do the other stuff and on the you know opposite end of the spectrum if you're always evaluating then you're not really participating
1: (laughs) yeah
0: right you're not really taking the action so you have to kind of do that cycle over and over again um yeah to keep that, keep that neutrality flowing.
1: (laughs) It's, it's just something to be aware of. I think it's, I'm not sure that anyone really is uh, ever a master of it in human experience, but to have an awareness of it is just, you know, already gives you an edge Mm -hmm. to be able to say like, where am I not being neutral about this? Um, Because it just as humans and, we were talking about like the primal experience of, of things. It's, it's really ingrained in us to, to want to be in that um, panic. I, I I relate to it. I know you brought it back to nursing and I was thinking about being in live television and we used to say related to nursing, when things on live television went bad, it's out there already. It could be a, you know, a legal issue. It could be something said wrong. Someone said a curse word, something fell down on the set. Um, but and it would cause people to panic, you know, that we're working in that environment, and we would say, well, it's not like someone is, you know, dying on the table here, <laughs> and a lot of this is out of our control. It's it was really, um, you know, one example, and it, this could happen in any profession um, where it's not necessarily even it, it could be a life or death situation that you need to find that neutrality so you can navigate through it clearer and make better decisions. But um, there is a tendency to take small day-to-day things, turn them into um, life or death (laughs) feelings in us that that cause us to get into that, when we're talking about law of attraction, get into those negative loops.
0: Well, and our bodies and our brains don't really know the difference between big and small, especially when we're treating them the same. Yeah. Cause that, that, you know, that functioning, that fight or flight does exist for a reason, but if we're using it all the time, it's less effective, you know, in the acute circumstances when we do need it. And it's just, it, it takes years off of our life. And honestly, just at the end of the day, who doesn't want to have more peace of mind just in general,
1: Mm -hmm. who wants
0: to be worried all the time?
1: No one's raising their hand.
0: (laughs) I don't see anyone. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because nobody does. Like, and so, you know, we take a lot of our own personal power away when we give it to these things, these outside circumstances. And we this is a place where we can really bring back. Our own personal power.
1: Mm-hmm. Well said. I like it. That really ties it all together really nicely and into a bow. Here you're saying like it's the power is within, not in the external of anything.
0: Yeah. Well, if you choose it to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice framework to if you are, you know, feeling like you're kind of spiraling about something. To be like, okay, well, what what outcome here am I, you know, spiraling about? And let's let's break that down a little bit more and examine why I think, you know, I need this or whatever. And and that can give you uh, a starting point for maybe finding that neutrality.
1: Yeah. And I'll I'll add on to say, like as you're you're getting into that intention and mindset shift and, and those tips and techniques, to be able to reinforce that in your environment would be to take a look at the center of your home or your workplace and evaluate what's happening there. Because that's a representative of the internal, the core energy that Tai Chi and the groundedness of everything. Um, being the hub of all the energy so if you evaluate that area of your home your workplace or Emily in your studio and take a look at what's there is there clutter is there are there leaks is there a drain that's not working Um, does does it feel stagnant there is there a closet that's holding a lot of things that have been piling up that you don't want to look at or you're not ready to look at and you know, some positive, healthy action, if you're an action oriented person that you can take um, within your environment would be to address that area, make sure that it's in healthy, a healthy state um, that will be reflected within yourself. And it's something that you will start to feel and experience in that way. So it's a, it's another way to shift your perspective from being focused on the external like issue that you're trying to fix, but, you know, repair that or rebalance that within your your place of safety, within your body and within your environment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Power position. <laughs> love it. Love it. Anything else to add before we invite everybody into the collective?
0: I don't think so. Let's let's have a neutral party.
1: Neutral neutrality I'll party. Together and just be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> What would that look like? What would our decorations look like in a neutrality party?
0: There wouldn't be any.
1: There wouldn't be any decorations. Just
0: exist.
1: It would just be a vacuum.
0: A decoration.
1: <laughs> it's not black. It's not white. We
0: are the decoration.
1: Yeah, we're just sitting there peacefully, chilling. The chilling. Harmony. Chillin'. <laughs> All right. Well. um, Thanks for that conversation, Emily. And thank you everyone for listening to us talking about the idea of neutrality and what that can mean for your mind, body, and business. And we invite you to continue the conversation inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective hosted in Facebook. So we'd love to see you there continue that conversation. We hope that you'll reach out to us and all the social media. You can find us um, via the link provided in the description. And this was fun. It was so fun. neutral yes yes and neutral to everybody okay emily i'll talk to you in five minutes then everyone we hope to see you soon bye
0: thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast if you haven't yet please be sure to subscribe rate review and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at Conscious Collaboration Podcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.